0: Do attractive women use the bathroom? Like, I'm genuinely curious. I've never seen an attractive... I mean, granted, I've never gone to a women's bathroom, because I feel like, you know, that's kind of an invasion uh, in a couple of degrees. But do they actually, you know, like, poop? Anyway, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Not Common Media. I know it's been a few days. I'm kind of off my uploading schedule. Um, kind of got busy, so... But there's no excuse for it. We're going right back to the schedule, so you'll be seeing another episode in about three days or four days from now. But yeah, so we need to get into this topic. Like, <sighs> women, okay, girls fart, okay? I, for 14 years, I never believed that. And then after I turned, you know, 14, somebody told me, hey, guess what? Girls do fart. And so for years after that, that's all I've known. Girls fart. It's crazy. I know, mind-blowing. They actually have an anus there. It is, uh, I. I. it's shocking, all right? I always thought I knew the female anatomy, turns out, nope, that's not a female, that's a mannequin, but seriously, you know, I, I swear, you look at, like, celebrities, right, I mean, granted, I don't think you see videos of celebrities using the bathroom, but I mean, like, you know, I'm sure when you talk, when you hear, like, things from Kevin Hart and Kevin James and Adam Sandler, you know, some of the more, like, comedic actors, they'll talk about, you know, some rough stomach experiences they've had, but, like, seriously, an attractive woman, like, does she go to the bathroom? right? I mean, like, you know, as an attractive man myself, I would say that uh, the numerous times I've talked about my anal issues on this podcast that it happens quite a lot. Now, I mean, obviously, I'm joking. I'm not that attractive. Um, I'm like a solid, you know, two and a half out of 100 on the spectrum. And I'm talking about the attractive spectrum, not the autism spectrum. I'm fully autistic. We both know this. But no, seriously, when it comes to like attractive women, I don't know Okay, like, I swear, it's like, you got to go to the bathroom at some point, right? It's like, whenever they, uh, like, you know, I've seen like, you know, some funny videos where like, you know, you get like a celebrity actress and you have her do like funny stuff on some kind of YouTube channel or something, like sometimes like barbecue stuff, right? So like, eat barbecue. I'm like, okay, look, (laughs) there's no way you're holding that barbecue down, all right? If you have that kind of body, you're probably on some type of diet to maintain that look. But when you eat that, you're falling off that status quo completely, so I know for a fact that you have got the runs, but it's like, do you just not go like I wonder, okay, like this is a weird, I'm going to go into an odd story real quick. But this is has, this has to do exactly with what I'm talking about. But when I was in a uh, middle school, I had this teacher who, uh, he was talking about like we could keep these pigs, right? I'm not comparing women to pigs. Don't take this out of context. This is a completely different story, but there's a similar thing that I'm trying to explain about it. And he was like, you know, you can keep these piglets and, uh, you know, keep, let them grow. And then you can have like a contest to see, you know, which pig's the fattest. So basically, it's saying, all right, yeah, let's make everything obese. Like this is, uh, this is literally an American contest because there's obesity and bacon involved. So obviously, you know, people were kind of interested in it. And then he brings up the idea of how you can make it happen. And I don't know if he was joking or not. I'm thinking he was, but with this guy wasn't really right in the head. So he, uh, he very well could have been serious. But he was like, you can literally put a cork in their butt. And uh, like, just they just won't poop. I'm like, I'm pretty sure their stomach would explode. But you know, uh, you know, seventh grade Matt at the time didn't really understand, you know, the pig or piglet anatomy at the time. So I was like, you know what? Seems legit. But anyway, that goes back to what I was trying to say. Like, do they seriously? When you're in one of those scenarios, do they just do something to cover their butt. Like, you know, you get some flex tape and go pop. Nothing's coming out of there now. Flex tape. Flex tape keeps the inside completely dry. Um, well, no, obviously, no, it's the outside would be dry, but the inside's probably just, you know, gushing waterfall. I, this is disgusting me as I'm talking about it. I apologize for any females listening to this. Like, I'm not trying to be derogatory of females by any means. Like, this is something that's been going on in my head, you know, for this past like three days. I've just been thinking, do, do, do attractive women do that? Right? And like, you know, With guys, I mean, I feel like, you know, women obviously aren't going to talk about their bathroom experiences. Like, even if you're a female comedian, I just feel like that's something that they don't do. But, like, guys, you know, like, we're going to talk about it. Like, we're going to have the entire, like, we have, you know, like, full disclosure, right? Like, we, you know, we went to the bathroom, and then, you know, I pulled my, you know, I pulled my junk out. And, like, you know, I had, like, some kind of thing around my pubic hair. I had to take it off. And then I had to, you know, take a whiz. And there's some other dude comes to the urinal beside me and he and I are carrying on a conversation to make me uncomfortable because I think he's about to stare at my junk, like, they'll tell you the entire story of what's going on, but, like, girls aren't going to talk about it, they are just be like, you know, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom, right, and then usually, you know, I guess, you know, this is more of a 1970s-esque vibe, they're, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna go powder my nose or something, right, I don't know if girls do that, I don't know why girls do that, I don't understand that either, why do girls powder their nose, like, I mean, surely that's got to trigger some kind of allergies, right, or maybe that's just me, but, like, I mean, I don't know what that's supposed to. Do. Maybe if they have like pimples on their nose, supposed to cover it. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty uneducated with this type of thing, and just in general. Like I said, completely on the autism spectrum. <laughs> but it just—it's genuinely mind-boggling. I never thought it'd be this enthusiastic to talk about this on you know this episode. Um, and I feel like I talk about you know the like the um, what's it called the urinary system on this uh, on this podcast. Way too much, but I'm gonna continue talking about it. And it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm sure they have to pee, right? I mean, all girls do that too. All right, even if even if I have mild skepticism, if girls still fart, I'm pretty well convinced they all pee. But it's like, when do you go to the bathroom? Like, do you just like whenever you're not on camera, right? Are you just like at your house or in some kind of porta potty that's like you know for VIPs only? So, you know, you're just in there taking a shit, and over in the next porta potty, there's Sean Mendez who's listening to his music while having, you know, the absolute lifetime runs that he's ever had. Um that wasn't even a correct sentence. Um, a grammatically correct sentence at that. But it's just like, you know, I wouldn't mind sharing, you know, a porta potty. Well, no, I'm not gonna share a porta potty with anybody. But I mean, like, you know, if I'm just using the bathroom and then, you know, I hear like shape of you. Right next to me and somebody's, you know, jamming at that. It doesn't even have to be Sean Mendez. If I'm listening to that, like I'm I'm pretty cool with that. I really hope Sean Mendez sings Shape of You, otherwise I am gonna sound completely uncultured. Um, so I'm gonna have to check that after the episode. I'm probably sound like a freaking idiot, but hey, what's new? That's what this entire podcast was made out of. It's just to hear the delusional sequences that are going through my mind. But um now like that that was something that was genuinely going through my mind. Um but let, let's move on with this. I'm not going to abuse this, like, you know, the stereotypical comedians who will go on with the same act over and over. Um, but speaking of that, I don't know if any of you have seen this, but uh, if you uh, if you go on Instagram and you follow a couple of meme pages, have you seen, like, the guy? I'm not really sure how to describe it, but he has, like, this, you know, this, like, voice changer, and it's one of those, it's on TikTok, but it, like, changes your voice, so it sort of sounds like you're, uh, damn, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, your your eyes are kind of stretched out or something, and, like, it's some dude who's, like, you know, in seventh grade, and he's, like, talking about, you know, his mom's like, oh, hey, Bubba, how was your uh, how was your date with, you know, frickin' Maddie, right? And he was like, well, mom, let me tell you. It's like, th- uh, she and I are done. I thought I was, she told me to come over, and I was like, all right, bet, I'm about to see these pancakes do some circular motion. And then I entered the facility and followed up to her room, and then she starts bitching about how I didn't get her a Valentine's Day gift, <laughs> Anyway, I know that's, like, super, like, uh, specific. That was, like, the most recent thing they posted on TikTok. Um, But if any of you have seen it, then you probably know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, then you probably think, what the hell is going through your head right now? I ask myself the same thing every morning. But it's funny, kind of, but I feel like it's really abused. Because comedians like to use the same thing over and over. Like, you know what, I'm not a comedian, but I talk about butt stuff way too much. Alright, and this could be a phase, but I mean, it's not like I have the same, you know, type of skit or whatever going over and over. Like, you know, I have a reason for explaining this. Today was very specific. Alright, I'm not talking about, like, you know, the universal butt issues. I'm talking about, like, you know, celebrity women, like, you know, very attractive, which, I mean, attractive is relative. But, like, you know, attractive women, like, using the bathroom, alright? Like, it's not a skit, but a lot of comedians will abuse the same skit. Like, I know some guys who all they do is like, you know, joke about, um, like they'll make one good joke. They'll have one good hit. Like, you know, uh, say freaking I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't have anything specific to really go off of, but like say someone, you know, always makes like some funny dark joke about like their parent or parents. Right. Um, like they'll get one good hit off that. And then they'll just abuse it. I have one friend and, um, he's, he's, if if you're listening to this, uh, look, dude, I'm not trying to like make fun of you or anything. But uh, it, look, it's happened to all of us. I like I said, I do this a lot. But this one guy I was talking to, while well, I was hanging out with him and uh, my other buddy David, which like I said, we're on step. Go check us out. But he was talking about um, how one time when he was about eight years old, he went into the shower and he, uh, you know, he. Now nah, I'm just gonna be very direct. He's just touching himself, right? I mean, we've all done it, so let's just be direct about it. And so he's in the shower. And he um, grabs his, I think it was his right or left testicle, and he squeezes. And I'm like, I don't understand how you can tolerate that kind of pain. But anyway, long story short, he said that he thought he split it. And I'm like, well, if you split it, you probably know you probably wouldn't be standing. Um, And like, I don't know what the effect of that is. I don't want to even look up what a split testicle or like, looks like. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't want to see that, you know? I don't want to see, you know, someone who has, like, you know, one and a half testicles and all the other pieces just kind of dangling off of there. But, yeah, he made a joke about that. And, you know, we were both kind of cracking up about it. And David starts asking if he went in with the willful intention of grabbing his nutsack. And he said it just kind of happened, which, you know, hey, everything kind of happens, you know? Sometimes you're just kind of hanging out with a girl, and you just so happen to get her pregnant. Sometimes, you know, you're just sitting in a room and it just so happens that you snort cocaine and start swinging around a bat everywhere, claiming that you're, uh, what's his face from that, uh, Neanderthal based show. I'm trying to remember the name, the Flintstones. There we go. So anyway, going back to the main point though, he was telling the story and, uh, it was pretty funny at first, but the entire time we were hanging out, he go he reverts back to that same thing over and over going back to talking about the nutsack hey remember how I said I split my ball It was actually my left testicle <laughs> wait no it was my right and it's like look I'm like I said dude I'm not trying to you know mock you or you know make fun of you or anything like it's cool right but we've all done it but that just goes on to make my point that comedians do that all the time right but anyway I don't know I think I just wanted to get that point out there because you know people just sometimes kind of bypass it. it's like all right he's funny right I mean, that's like that's why you know you have the elite guys like Kevin James, dude. Kevin James is freaking hilarious. Speaking of which, he uh he's on a new show on Netflix called The Crew. I highly recommend you guys watch it. Uh, it's pretty good. You know, he looks bald. Well, no, my my fault. He doesn't look bald. He is bald in the show, and he has like kind of a I don't know. Just got like a scraggly beard ish. It's like a little bit more excessive than a five o'clock shadow. Um, yeah, he looks like one of those inmates that would uh, joke around about you bending over. But then when you're in the shower and you drop the soap, he is absolutely the first one to hemorrhage your anus. But, um, you know, all jokes aside, it's a pretty funny show. I highly recommend watching it. Um, It's uh, based on, like, NASCAR as well. So if any of you are car goonies, might be the thing to go with. Um, Goonies. I don't think I've ever said that on this podcast. Ugh. This makes me so uncomfortable. It's like my last episode when I said erected. 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 Yeah, that's... I absolutely just gave you guys ear rape. Um Yeah, I don't know why I'm so enthusiastic. I guess it's just because I haven't been on this uh I haven't been on the podcast in a little bit. So, you know, I'm pretty happy to get an episode out there. But uh yeah, alright. I'm trying to think. There was another completely other top completely other topic. There's a complete another topic. God, words. The English language, man. That just that drives me crazy. Oh yes, yeah. so. Speaking of the English language, I already talked to you guys about how I was working at a um, at a uh, you know, Mexican food restaurant and uh, how I had to stop working there because, you know, I lived too far away. And uh, so I went to the job interview at this other place, and um, the manager spoke English. Good start. So, you know, I didn't have to worry about him talking super fast and in a language that I didn't understand. And then where every, pl- every reply would be, no hablo espanol. Um... Like I said, I'm not discriminating, all right? Like, I, I feel like people are going to get that idea. Like I said, I enjoyed working at that restaurant. It was awesome. It was just too far away. But the guy, you know, he spoke English, and it was going well, right? And I, you know, we actually had a pretty good interview, you know? I mean, I feel like, you know, I kind of fit the criteria of what they were looking for. They um, said, all right, cool. We'll call you the next day. Never call me back. So I have to look for another job. And um, I've been tempted with a few places. There's um a couple of, you know, small-time pharmaceutical companies around the area um, I don't think they want, you know, somebody like me around opioids because I, I'm, I'm not going to be a plug, but you know, I, I feel like they're probably gonna be like, Oh yeah, this guy is definitely the stereotypical type of person to just, you know, chug them down and or not, you not chug them down <laughs> the fuck. It's not an energy drink. Um, but to kind of, you know, snag them from the store and then sell them to, you know, these small time millennials that have nothing going for them. Um, which I'm not going to do. Right. But I think it'd be convenient because I work better in a small environment, and I, as I'm sure most do, if you're pro-social, you probably work better in a bigger environment. For, for people who are a little bit more, uh, I wouldn't say contemporary, but a little bit more uh, to themselves, you know, you're know, you probably looking for something that's a bit smaller. Uh, and according to this podcast, you would not assume for me to be uh, quiet because I'm kind of an idiot on here. But no, believe it or not, I am not incredibly social around a group of people, which is why I actually do well in this podcast. because I'm not talking to anybody directly. But yeah, so that's how that's going. Um, so for those of you who are looking for a job, um, you know, maybe the grocery department is not the way to go. So I don't know. Maybe Big Pharma is the way to go. They are incredibly corrupt, but you know, you got to get that bag, right? I feel like that's for sure what a lot of the CEOs are like, you'll be walking in there. It's like, yo- I just sold old granny, like, you know, five different types of opioids. Just like, oh, that, that's great, Danny. I'm about to get loaded with, you know, so much monies and weeds. We're going to get so high tonight while filing our taxes and probably committing tax fraud and tax avoidance and many other high-time f- felonies, you know? Yeah, I, I am way, way too white for this. But, so that's, uh, that's the whole dealio. But yeah, so this episode is about at the point where we would end it. Um, Hold on, I have got a burp coming or something. Oh, that's another thing. Hold on. So, yeah, I think I'm good. I don't know. It'll come if it comes. That's what she said. But um, I know think it was a recent episode I talked about, you know, there is a heavy gamble on, and then, yes, I'm going right back to the anuses. You absolutely know I'm still going to abuse this subject. Like I said, you know, I do the same thing as comedians, but I don't go with the same skit. But I talked about in another episode that um, it's a huge gamble when you fart because you don't know what's coming out of there, all right? There's, like, you know, a solid, depending on what you've eaten, any variety from a 20% to about a 50% chance that you're about to have, you know, something more than just, you know, bacteria, bacteria and air coming out of that ass. Um, But I want to go ahead into another topic. Well, not a completely different topic, but a similar one. Same goes for burps, all right. And this is incredibly gross. Like I said, I am probably going to lose a lot of listeners because of this. But um, when you burp, right, especially for those who have acid reflux, I understand you kind of have a little bit more than that burp come up, right? And you can kind of tell what's going to happen because some of those burps linger in your chest, and you're like, oh yeah, it's just waiting. It's like a you know, it's like a ray gun that's you know, you know, uh, warming up. Like that thing is about to shoot, you know, spewing acid. So. Like a second ago when I was about to burp, that's what I was feeling. But it's like that's – that's I feel like it's an equivalent gamble. It's not as bad because usually, you know, when you feel it come from your gut, you're like, oh, yeah, dude, this is about to be, you know, a belt. So I'm about to scare all the lions. You're about to hear about the real eye of a tiger right now. But, no, I'm talking like when you're – like when you eat something that's rough and, like, you kind of feel those quaking burps that are coming from your chest, you're like, ugh, something else is about to come up. You know, I'm about to be like a camel and re-chew that chicken I just ate. Oh, that's disgusting, man. But, I don't know, I was just, you know, I was thinking about that previously. Anyway, I don't want to get into that topic because I feel like I have, you know, just grossly disturbed so many people. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll be it for today's episode. Uh, like I said, another episode should be coming up in the next two to three days. Uh not two to three, three to four days. I apologize. Hold up. That burp is coming. Nope. Nope. It's lingering in the chest. That's probably not a good sign. Nope. Hold up. Hold on. Oh my gosh. It's like stuck there. That's what she said again. Nope. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Deuces, excuses.